Good evening, hope everyone is doing well. Tonight we'll be learning Maseches Psachim Daf Tzadi Dalad Amud Beis and Tzadi Hay. Um, tomorrow night, just one block, Daf Tzadi Vav, which is actually Thursday night's Daf. On Thursday, we will not have Shir at all in light of the Purim celebrations. On Shabbos, we'll do a blot and a half, but on Saturday night, on Motse Shabbos at 8.40 p.m., Zoom, um, maybe even in person, we'll see, I don't never thought about it. I guess we could do it in person too. We'll do it in person, why not? If you wanna be here, you can. Um, and then Sunday, we'll catch up a lot and a half as well, and then we'll be back to where we're supposed to be. So just Thursday night off and no Shabbos in person, but Saturday night. I'll put all the details in our WhatsApp group, and we'll send out an email as well in the announcements to make sure that it's clear. We're now starting on the bottom of Tzadi Dalad Amanalek, about five to six lines from the bottom, six lines from the bottom, continuing our excellent understanding of astrology to ask a couple of questions on Rava. Yesterday, Rava taught us that the height from the ground to the rakia is a thousand parsa. So the Gemara is going to question that as it already did yesterday. It's going to question it a couple of times. Toshma, six lines from the bottom, These are two particular constellation shapes. One's called Egla, one's called Akra. And one is always in the northern uh, side of our perception, and one is always on the southern. And everybody lives between the two. And really, uh, this is some of the Mephorshim point out, I guess it depends on what the lay of the land is, but the way it worked back in the days, you lived in a city, on one side of you was desert, then there was a city, on the other side of you was desert. Like, that's not the way that our world is constructed, but it is the way that their worlds are constructed. So, the sun would only be directly over your community for one hour a day. The sun was directly overhead for that amount of time. Here's how the math would work. At the fifth hour of the day, when you looked up, the sun was still over the eastern side of the sky. Sun rises in the east by hour five. We haven't reached Chasiosia, so the sun is still to the eastern side. Uvishev on the seventh hour, Chama Bimarov. And of course, by the seventh hour, we know it's already leaning toward uh, Shkia, though not quite there. You got still a good few hours left. So, what's the hour in the middle? Chatsi Sheish Vechatsi Sheva from six and a half hours to seven and a half hours. That's the Chatsosayom. Cham Omed is Barosh Koladam. And that's considered, and this is what's missing from the text of the Gemara, but what's implied is that that's only one hour of the day. That's only one twelfth of the day. And it covers the whole Yishuv. It covers all of the entire world. So your, your numbers, Rabbah, have to be off to Yuvta. So we reject Rabbah based on that. Let's try another question. Toshma, three lines from the bottom, Dhamma of Yochanan ben Zakai. In regards to a story about Nebuchadnezzar and his uh, rebellious discussions with, uh, with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Machuba Hashivto Baskol, Oso Russia. What was the response of a Baskol that was uh, said to the Oso Russia, last Rashi on the page, the Oso Russia Nebuchadnezzar, Bishash Amar, when he said, that I'm going to be similar to, I'm going to go up on this cloud and I'm going to be similar to the Elyon, to the great. So Yatsas Abaskol Amralo, what did the Baskol say back to him? What are you talking about? Russia, Ben Russia? You're not exactly the best person in the world. Ben Benoshel Nimrod HaRasha, you're the grandson of Nimrod HaRasha, which wasn't actually ancestrally true. It's just to say that he wasn't a Geshmaka person. He had a lot of Rishas in his family. Shehimrit is kol haolam kulo alai b'malchuso. You brought everyone against me. You caused a lot of machlokas and you pulled people away from me, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kamash nosav shel adam. How many years does the average person live? Shivim shana bimigvuro shmonim shana. 70, maybe 80 years if they're strong. Shana emar. A famous pasuk that we say on Shabbos morning in Sukkot de Zimra. Yimesh no senevim shivim shana bimigvuro shmonim shana. People don't live that long. 70, 80 years, that's all we've got. 
When a person, uh, listen, they only live 70, 80 years. Now let's do the math and see how significant of a climb it is for you, Nebuchadnezzar, to get up to the Shamaim. You wanted to go to the Avelion. You wanted to go up to a cloud that's up in the, in the Rakia. Take a look at what a, what a, what a travel you have. It's 500 years years from the Aretz to the Rakia. The Ova of Shel Rakia, and any one Ova, any one Rakia has the thickness of Mahalach Hemeos Shana, an additional 500 years. And the language here is a little uh, incorrect. It should be V'chein Kol Rakia, V'chein, sorry, yes, V'chein Kol Rakia, V'Rakia, uh, it's another 500 for each one. Basically, it's a lot. So it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, thousands of years distance to get to where it's at. But really, that's not the way it played out from what was the Baskol. You're going to be down in the pit. Forget about your aspirations to be to be up there with me. This is a Tiyufta de Rabba because it's 500 years worth of travel. Many times over, of course, your numbers are wrong, Rabba. And we reject him based on that. Tanu Rabbanon. Um, let's talk about um, what moves in the sky. From our perception, the way we call it sunset and sunrise, the sun's not the one that's moving. We're moving opposite the sun, so the sun sets. So when, when you look at Earth and you look out there, it does seem that, that, that out there is moving and we're stationary. We don't feel the rotational pull of the Earth. So the Gemara here seems to have a fundamental to a debate about what is moving and what isn't moving up in the sky. Says the Gemara as follows: Yisrael Amrim Galgal Kavua. Galgal in the Gemara is a reference to the uh, to the zodiac signs that showed up in the stars in the sky. The Galgal is Kavua. That's fixed. Umazalos Chosrin and everything else in the sky is rotating. And the Chacham the Olam said a little differently. Omrim Galgal Chosir. No, the Galgal, the zodiac signs that that uh, that band that is uh, at a particular angle around the. If you look in the article, they have some nice pictures of this. The Galgal, the zodiac um, celestial zodiac that rotates around the Earth is is um, what does he say? Chosir. That's the one that moves. Umazalos and then the stars and the sun, those are the ones that are more fixed. So I'm a Rebbe Chubal I have a response to them. We've never seen the zodiac signs move places. So it seems that the zodiac signs are the ones that are Kavua. That was the sheet of the Chachamim. So then, Maskifla Ravacha Bar Yaakov. Ravacha Bar Yaakov says, wait a minute, I have a question for all of you. The Dilma Kibbutzina Derechaya. Maybe it's like the blade that, that's on a mill. You know, either one can turn. Inami kitsinura It's like a door that's on a hinge. And really, what we're asking is like this: Have you ever had this experience when you're sitting next to a car in a parking lot and you both start moving at the same time, but one's moving a drop faster, and you don't know if it's you or them? I've had this experience many times. Then you slam on the brake and you realize you're in park. <laughs> you had no idea, but in your brain, that was all messed up because you're watching other people move. It's it's just relative moves, so it's hard to tell. So that's the pushback that he's giving over here. Uh, you, it, it's very very hard to tell. So that was the pushback that he gave, uh, and that closes out that aspect of the sukya of what moves and what doesn't. We know, of course, now that everything. Uh, is pulled by the gravitational uh, pull around the sun, and therefore all, the, all of the planets they go in their orbits, and all the moons around the planets, etc. Fine. Chachme Yisrael Omrim biyom chama mehalechas rakia. During the day, the sun is below the rakia, and that's why we can see it. 
Uvelaila, but at night it goes up above the rakia. Uvelaila lemala min harakia. Now this can't be pshat because everybody knows that we watch the sun go down. Even if you say that the sun's moving and the earth isn't, the sun doesn't curve upwards at sunset. <laughs> so this gemara has multiple layers of understanding. That was what the Jews said. That's what the, the what the Yidin said. I agree that yes, the sun is below the rakia during the day, but we see that it goes down under the ground. So Amma Rebbe, Rebbe says, they're probably right and we're probably wrong. What was his raya? Because at um, during the day, the um, the wellsprings of water under Earth were were cold, but at night they warm up. So the, it seemed to be that when the sun would go down, it would warm up the water from the bottom side, uh, but it wouldn't happen during the day because the water was underground. Uh, very difficult Gemara to understand in practice, but that is what the Gemara says. Tanya the Brisa writes, Reb Nasan Omer halfway down Sadi Daladam at base. Reb Nasan Omer Bimosa Chama. During the summer months, this is absolutely, uh, we know this to be true, just you look outside, right now it's the winter. So we live north of the equator. So we always see the sun a little bit to the south uh, when we look up in the sky. But when the sun is making its arc uh, throughout the day, so it makes its arc, like let's say that this is south. So then the arc of the sun comes up, but it's to the south and then sets due west. So that's kind of how things do. And in the summer, it's way higher. It's the arc is almost straight up. It's not directly straight up because we're not an equatorial location. We're we're located uh, north of the equator. But still, this this gemara is uh, is spot on with modern science. That's what Reb Nassim says that straight over the top of our heads. That's why the sun directly overhead. But because it's overhead, it's going to be very hot for us. But the Mayanos, the wellsprings of waters, are going to feel colder. And the Mosag Shamim, it's the reverse. The sun, like we said before, if this is due east, the sun rises here. Instead of going straight over like it does by uh, the summer, it doesn't do that in the winter. It comes off to the side and then brings back. That's what this Gemara says over here. Therefore, because the earth is away from us, so then we're all cold. But it's closer to the ground, so the Ma'ayanos, the Ma'ayanos, Roslan, they're, they're even warmer. Two-thirds of the way down, three lines, four lines before the wide lines, Tanu Rabbanon, Shvilin, Chama Mehalechas. There are four pathways that the sun takes in the sky, and it depends on the seasons, a reference to the four seasons. Nisan, Iyar, Vesivan, during the spring, Mehalech Baharim. It's by the mountaintops. Why? To melt the snow, again. Doesn't that depend where the mountains are? Doesn't that depend where the sun is? It depends on a lot of things. So again, this Gemara either is from their perception of where they live, or there is many more layers of this Gemara than we can see, which is true of every Gemara. Tammuz Av and Elul, in the peak of the summer, Mehalechas Beishu, the sun is over where people live. Kedei Levashel Esaperos, it helps the uh, the fruits to um, to become ripe. Tishrei Marcheshvan Vekislev, Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah, and the months after, this is going to be the fall. Mehalechas Beyamim, it's over the water. Again, why is the water necessarily there? Hard to... Uh, it maybe in other cities it wouldn't be to dry up the uh, the waters from all the rains and because the the seeds are are growing at that time we don't want them to dry out too much two dots three fourths of the way down we said that there was machlokes in our mission about how we define derech rechoka. 
Do we say Derech is from Modin and its equivalent distance and a concentric ring around Yerushalayim? Or do we say no, that it's even if you're right outside? So asks the Gemara a fundamental question. Even if the guy could have gone in, but he didn't go in, well, why, why then do we push him off to Pesach Sheni? Why isn't he Chayiv Kares? He, he stood there right outside of, by the scoop of the Mikdash. He could, have, he could have gone in, but he chose not to go in. But by virtue of the fact that he didn't go in, we would have thought he would have been Chayv Karis. Why does our Mishnah say that's Derech Rechoka? Because Derech Rechoka is eligible for Pesach Sheni. Why? Asks the Gemara of Atanya. After all, Arel Shalom Mal, what did we say by him? Wait till tomorrow to give him the Onesh Karis? No, no. Anush Karis, TV Rabbi Eliezer. So that's a Kasha on the Gemara. Why in our Mishnah, when this person that a mitzvah says, say a Korban Pesach, and he just bails, why do we say, oh, you get Pesach Sheni? No, you're Chayv Kares, you're an Avarian. You, you, you were Mavatal, the mitzvah saseh. So answers the Gemara, when we talk about Derech Rechoka, we're not talking about anything other than, the, than where you are. That's where you are. We're not talking about a Tuma status, a Reilus. We're not talking about anything like that. However, you cannot really ask from a question of someone who is a Tame, someone who is an Aurel, and therefore your question falls away. You're asking apples to oranges. Says the Gemara, second answer to this question, why in our Mishnah did they grant a Pesach Sheni instead of saying, Kares, Rabbi, Rava Amar, you're right, Tanoihi, it's Taka, Machlokes, Tanaim, two different ways to understand Rabbi Eliezer. The Tanya Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, we have the language of Rachok both by Pesach and by Maiser. So just like we have the din that Rechuk Makom by Maiser is Chutz Achilaso, a place where you can no longer eat it outside of Yerushalayim, Afkan Achilaso, so too, Afkan Chutz Achilaso, so too over here by the camp of uh, Korban Pesach, we have a definition outside of Yerushalayim. So, uh, so too, then that's Shita number one. And then the other Shita is Rabbi Yossi Bar, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Mishum, Rabbi Eliezer. Difficult to understand this. Rabbi Eliezer said Shita number one. Now you're quoting something different in, in the name of Rabbi Eliezer. So the, there's clearly Maraf Sinigra. Something's wrong here with the text of the of the the initial understanding of the Gemara, because Rabbi Eliezer Shita clearly wasn't clear to one of his Talmidim, no, we define it not by the Achila, which is a much larger space. You can eat Maiser everywhere. You can eat uh, in Yerushalayim. Here, we're only talking about which can only be in the Beis HaMikdash in that very, very close quarter. So it says the Gemara, fine, let's see how the following Brisa plays out. Keman Azla, who, like whom, is the following uh, source in the Gemara. Keman Azla, Hadam Rav Yitzhak, Bar Rav Yosef, who says the following, When we are to determine if it's going to be a year of Pesach HaBabetuma, do we follow the number of Jews that are in Yerushalayim? Do we follow the number of Jews that are in Eretz Yisrael? Do we follow the number of Jews who are bringing Korban Pesach? Or do we just follow the number of Jews who are in the Azara right now? It says the Gemara, there is a Shita that says we only follow the number of people in the Azar. You walk around the room and count. How many of you are Tameh? How many of you are Tahar? If it's 51 to 49, Pesach Ababatuma. If it's 49 to 51, it's not Pesach Ababatuma. Fine. So, how, Kiman, who is that Shita like? Well, if you're saying it's located to the Azar, that's clearly like the second understanding in the Brisa, that it's with the Makom of the Asiyaso. And we only measure whether or not Pesach Ababatuma has the right numbers based on who's in the Azara using nothing else. We had said in our Mishnah, Amar lo Rabbi that's why they had the letter hey, uh, that was nakud. Let's just look back. If you'd like, you can join me back at the Mishnah, which is in the middle of Tzadi Gimel, Amud Beis. And there we said in the Mishnah, right the first longest line halfway down, Amar lo Rabbi we said, 
Nikod al hey, there's a dot on top of the hey of Rachoka, to teach you that the definition of Rachok is even if you're right outside the skupa, right? You're right outside the stoop of, of where you need to go to bring the Korban Pesach. That's that's how we define Rachok. So then the Gemara picks back up three lines from the bottom, Sadi Daladim and Bez. Let's continue. Tanya, the Bryce writes, Rabbi Aglili Omer Derech. We have in one Pasuk it says the word Derech, Shomea Ani. I might have assumed that the definition of, of a Derech is two or three days of walking to say that a person wasn't even on the derech he wasn't even walking anywhere what do we learn from there this gemara rabiosi aglidi support this is rabiosi it says in the two dots i'm a rabiosi it's this is this rabiosi this is the same marimako so rabiosi aglidi elsewhere was saying the same exact thing as he says in our mishnah that the place which is derech lo haya when we talk about a person who's rachok it could even be out right outside the iskupa Zara. Top of Daf Tzadi Hey Amid Aleph with a new Mishnah that has nothing to do with astrology. We've spent a fair amount of time discussing the differences between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. Now the Mishnah is going to articulate them in a neat little uh, in a neat little bow. It's all going to be clear right here. Ma bein Pesach Harishon Sheni. What is the difference between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni? Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah top of Tzadihei Medalef HaRishon, Asir Bebayi of course, the beginning of the Masechta. This is what we started with. Or Arbas Ar Bodkin Es Or Hanir. And there's a, of course, we have to make a deal about the Isser of Chametz. It's Nisr the Rice of Oni Chametz on Pesach Rishon. Masha'in Kain, Be'asheni, Chametz Umatza Imo You could bring the Korban Pesach on Yudalad Iyar on Pesach Sheni, you can have a whole uh, box of chametz in your house. Bread. You could be making bread. You could have chametz growing in your house, and it would be totally fine during Pesach Sheni. No problem. So that's distinction number one, is that the Isser chametz applies, of course, during Yudalanis. And the Isser Deraisa, as we've learned about in detail earlier in the Masechta, applies from, uh, from the middle of the day on Yudalanis, son of chametz. Here, by Pesach Sheni, no such Isser. Third line down, Harishon, Pesach Rishon, Ta'on Halal Ba'achilaso. We're obligated to say halal during the achila. by Pesach Sheni, halal We don't have to say halal during Pesach Sheni during the achila of the korban Pesach. however, both Rishon and Sheni ta'on halal son. Yes, it's true. You don't have to say halal while you're eating it, but you do have to say halal while you are making and roasting the korban Pesach, and as well. When you say halal when you're eating. It means uh, like it, like we do at the Pesach Seder, like we say it surrounding the meal, before and after the meal. We say part of the halal before the Shulchan Orech, and then we say a little bit more after. It doesn't mean mamish uh, with the food in your mouth. Yeah. <clears throat> so it says the Gemara of an Echelen as well, the Echelen Sli Almata Umarorim as well, both Zebazet. It's also still talking about both Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, that it has to be roasted, and it has to be Almata Umarorim that we would eat the Pesach Sheni normally, physically, we'd eat it normally like we would have on Pesach Risha with matzah and maror, like we would have th- would have thought. And as well, the Dochen Asa Shabbos, that if Yud Dalid of Iyar falls out on Shabbos, the halacha is that you still bring the Korban Pesach on that day. That's reminiscent of the Shita we saw yesterday, that it's a Pesach, it's a Chag Bifnei Atzmo. you would have thought, according to the other Shitas in the Tanaim, that if it's Tashlumen, you would have violated Shabbos. That's a bit of a chiddush. So I'm asked, saying this on my own. I didn't see this anywhere. I just don't know if this Mishnah is only in line with Rebbe, who says that Pesach Sheni is a regular bifnei atzmo. That's a that's a big deal. 
Okay, can open the Gemara six lines down. Tzadi hey Amid Alav Tanu Rabbanu we have a Brisa. Kecholchu Kasa Pesach Yasu Oso. Oh, this is talking about Pesach Sheni. This pasuk is referring to Pesach Sheni. What does it mean? So it says the mitzvah Shebegufu Akasav Medaber that we're talking about the mitzvah Shebegufu of the actual korban Pesach itself. That's the mitzvah that you're obligated on Pesach Sheni to bring. You have to bring the korban Pesach. Mitzvah she'al gufo minayin. What about the things that come along with the goof of the animal? Namely, what about the matzah and the maror? Says the Gemara, that's included during Pesach Sheni because in Talmud Lomar, so, so far, this price has articulated two different stages. Stage number one is the Korban Pesach itself, which is indicated by the Pesach, stage two is not only the Korban Pesach, but even the Matzah and Mar that's eaten as an accompaniment to the Korban Pesach that also can be included because of the Pesach, al Matzah says the Gemara, maybe we could include other types of mitzvos that Rashi here points out, two inches above where we are, the Ramaskal mitzvos shelo al gufo, or Maybe we should assume that there are other Yisurim that are connected to Pesach Sheni that have nothing to do with the animal. It's not the Korban Sheba Gufo, and it's not Al Gufo, the Matan Maror, but maybe other Halachos apply as well. Talmud Lomar, absolutely not. Etzem lo Yish Oh Yeah, there's, there is Etzem lo Yish You're not allowed to break the animal itself, but then the Gemara makes a, a very important uh, comment. What do we say when we are including things as it relates to Pesach Sheni? Yes, the Korban itself, and yes, the Matzah and Maror. What about other Isurim that we might have had by Pesach Rishon? Do we include them by Pesach Sheni? Says the Gemara, no. So the Tanakama takes this approach of you can bring the Korban and anything that immediately deals with the Korban, but nothing outside that. So two rings. The center ring is the Korban itself. The one concentric ring around it is the Matzah and the Maror that would join it. And maybe the salt and the pepper and anything else that's immediate to the Korban, no problem. Hashbasa Seor, that's the Mitzvah Sasei Shel Torah to do Tashbisu, to get rid of Chametz, that doesn't apply because it's not Bechlal connected to the goof of the animal or Al Gufo. However, Isi Ben Yehuda does not agree. He says, Omer Yasu Oso, Mitzvah Sheba you can only bring the korban. It's not even It should not even be eaten that way. Let's analyze this brisa. We said in the brisa, we said that maybe we should have had a havamina, that there were mitzvos that were totally not shayach. So the Korban Pesach that we should include, like or like the mitzvah of Tashbisu, says the Gemara, but I don't understand. The first part of the Brisa says that it was only by mitzvah shebegufo. So I don't understand. If the Reisha, if the first comment of the Tanakhama was that everything should be mitzvah begufo, why did you bother asking me about or Why did you ask me if, there, if we could apply an Isra that had nothing to do with the goof? The first thing that the Tanakhama said is that it applies to the goof. So the Gemara says as follows, one third of the way down, Sadi Hei Medal, Hachi Kamar. Oh, yeah, you're right. You said, Yutaka did say that it should be begufo. But then one second later, you said, yeah, it's begufo, but it's also al matzo sumroim It's not just the goof of the animal. It's also that you add the matzo and the maror. So then, says the Gemara, Alma yasu oso that when you said it was the only yasu oso about the goof of the animal, you weren't being so limited because you even included 
You included things that weren't only animal related. Ema, therefore I might have said, I might have thought that once you broke the barrier by saying that it's not just the animal, but it's also the matzah and the maror that you're obligated to do. Well, well then if it's not just the Korban Pesach and you're adding matzah and maror, then what about chametz? Totally reasonable question. And that's why the Gemara and the Tanakhama's name brought that third question of what about Hashpasasa or why don't we include other things? You broke the ceiling by telling me that uh, it's not just the animal, it's also Mats and Mara. Well, if it's, just, it's, all, if it's also Mats and Mara, then what else are we going to include? So that was the concern about Klal Uprat and the, that the Klal is going to be Mosif on the Prat. We were concerned about adding to our understanding of what to do on Pesach Sheni. Halfway down, Isi ben Yehuda, what does he do with the Pasuk? Because remember, Isi ben Yehuda had a very limited shita. Isi ben Yehuda said, by Pesach Shin, you only bring the Korban. There's no matzah, there's no mar, of course, there's nothing else. So, he, But that means he doesn't utilize all the psukim that the Tanakhama used. So um, so here's what the Gemara says. Isi ben Yehuda, hai etzem, my abile. What does he do with the Pasuk of etzem? He says that just to remind you that there's an Isra of Shviras etzem, whether or not there's merah. Okay. The Tanakama. What do you do with the words Yasuo so? To help us understand this question properly, look back at the first line of the Gemara. What does it say there? See, but the Gemara gave an answer there. So what do you mean? What is the drasha for? So the Mephorshim here explained that not all of the words were necessary. In order to learn that there was a mitzvah to bring the Korban Pesach by Pesach Sheni, all the Pasach had to say was Kechol Chukas Pesach, which leaves the extra words of Yasuo so. So for the Tanakama, what do the words Yasuo so mean? That's why the Gemara was so specific. Those two words are unnecessary. What would you do with those words? Answers the Gemara. That the Korban Pesach cannot be brought by one person. And as many people as we can include, we should, that's considered a hedor. Though the Gemara doesn't say this explicitly, but it's good to have more people. Good. Taner Rabbanon, another b'risa, similar, but not directly connected. That's the same pasuk we quoted, quoted at the beginning of our Gemara. This is a new b'risa, though. How does, what's the drasha? You might have thought that by Pesach Rishon, since when we bring the Korban Pesach by Pesach Rishon, that there is an Isra Bayi Rabbi Matzei of owning Chametz, maybe Kach Sheni, so too by Pesach Sheni, Asr Bayi Rabbi Matzei. Says the Gemara, no, Talmud Omar, Matzos, Umroim, Yochluhu. No, the only things that are going to be connected are things that are connected to the animal, Matzah and Maror. Well, matzah and maror, though, everything you've mentioned so far is a mitzvah saseh. You got the korban pesach, you got matzah, and you got maror. Those are three mitzvah saseh. Mitzvah lo saseh minayin. How do we know that by pesach sheni that there are any mitzvah lo saseh? Answers the Gemara. That even by pesach sheni, we have an iser of nosar. That the korban pesach has to be completed. Yesterday we were discussing what happens if a person's a fresser. Can one person make a korban pesach on uh, an animal that they could complete, even though they're only one person? Machlokas in the Tanan. So here, we know that there's still by pesach sheni that there's an isra of nosar that you're not allowed to leave the meat over uh, to the next morning. Everything's got to be finished by a lo- by by the morning. Maybe you would argue that the only types of Yisurim that are included in Pesach Sheni is a mitzvah slosase. Granted, it's a mitzvah slosase, but it's nitak le'ase because nosar is a mitzvah, uh, mitzvah slosase, which is a lav hanitak le'ase. What's a lav hanitak le'ase? 
It's a negative commandment in the Torah, but the Torah coupled onto that negative commandment a positive commandment that is somewhat reparative of your damages. Yes, you left over Nosar, but the Torah comes along with the reparative part and says, and now you need to burn it. So that's called the Lav Hanitak So now we see that yes, there's a Lav that's included in Pesach Sheni, but it's a limited scope of a Lav that's included because it's a Lav Hanitak What about a Mitzvah Slosa say Gomor Minayin? Are there any mitzvos losase that are not nitak lase? Are there any simple, regular lav hanitak that apply? Oh, sorry, excuse me. Are there any simple isure losase, mitzvos losase that applies to Pesach Sheni? Answers the Gemara. Yes, there is. Talmud Lomar ve'etzam lo yishperuvo that um, you're not allowed to break the bone even of a Pesach Sheni. So that is not a lav hanitak lase. That's a regular lav. So now we see that by Pesach Sheni, we have three categories of Isurim. Number one, we have the mitzvahs ase of the Korban Pesach, of Matzah, and of Maru. We see that we have the los ase, which is a lav hanitak lase, which is nosar. Isur do raisa, to have nosar, to be left over by morning. But if you fail, there's a reparative measure of burning it. And then the third type of halachic uh, category we have at Pesach Sheni is a regular los ase, which doesn't have the reparative lav hanitak lase say to solve the problem. So says the Gemara, three-fourths of the way down, Maha Prat Mefurash, just like we have the, the Pesach Sheni, which has these three categories of Yisurim, that it's Mitzvah Sasei, all of the Yisurim, all of the Mitzvahs that applied by Pesach Rishon, all the lav hanitakla assays that applied by Pesach Rishon, and all the los say gomers that applied by Pesach Rishon, we carry over to Pesach Sheni. So says the Gemara, this needs some analysis. Let's go through all three categories to make sure we understand. Bichlale, if we look in general, the matzosum rorim ma'ikomirabe. When you say matzosum rorim are included in Pesach Sheni, what are you including by Pesach Sheni? Says the Gemara Tzliyesh, that this has to also be roasted. What are you excluding? Says the Gemara Hashbasas Seor, that there's no mitzvah say of removing chametz. Remember, Tashbisu is a mitzvah say. You're also not allowed to own chametz. That's a losa say. But there's an assay of Tashbisu of destroying chametz, and that doesn't apply here. I Maybe I could have reversed the way you understood that to say that maybe we should exclude Tzliyesh and include hashbasa sor, says the Gemara, that's not svaradik because mitzvah de gufe adiv. Obviously, we're going to try to connect the mitzvahs that we're doing in a meaningful way. And because we're talking about a Korban Pesach, it makes more sense to say that sliish is included than to say that it's excluded. So therefore, it's included. Seven lines from the bottom. This is the category of the lava nitaklase. We said already that nosar, which is a, which is an ister doraisa, has the reparative measure of burning it if you've left it over. So when it comes to lavanitaklase, what there is, are we trying to include? My kamarbele. What is the Torah trying to include by Pesach Sheni losotimi menu to teach us that you're not allowed to take the food out of the location that you're in losotimi nabais? Whatever the what is the pasuk just to read it properly? You're not allowed to take the meat out. Skipping the parentheses, four lines, five lines from the bottom. What is excluded? What's excluded from the case of lavanita class A? Says the Gemara, a classical case of lavanita class A. 
and something that's subject to serious debate is lo lo So says the Gemara, it, it seems to be implied uh, from the Gemara very clearly that the Isser of is a Take a look at Tosos. The last Tosos on the page. That's an unbelievable idea. That also means that there's no Chiyuv Malkos on owning Chametz because it's a Lavanita Klase. What's the essay? Tashpisu. Well, what's, you, there's a hundred things you can do. The Sreifa, whatever it is, there's a way to repair this Isser. So according to this sheet and the Gemara, this Derech and the Gemara, owning Chametz is a Lavanita Klase, and therefore there would be no Malkos. I, Epoch Ana, maybe in regards to the category of Mitzvos Los that are Nita Klase, maybe I should reverse what I include and exclude. Maybe I should. Um, Maybe I should exclude losotzi and say that by Pesach Sheni, there's no Isra of taking the food out of the bias. Maybe I should include Bali Rabbi Matze, says the Gemara, same answer as before, mitzvah the gufe adif. No, it doesn't make sense to do that. It makes more sense to include that which is closer to the Korban Pesach. Namely, in this case, a halacha that directly applies to the location of the food that you can't take it out of the house. That makes much more sense than saying that we should include the Isra del Raisa of owning chametz. And therefore, let's move on to the third category. We spoke about mitzvot say what is included sliyesh. We spoke about the lav hanitak say what is included lo sotzi min abayis. And now let's talk about the third category of the lo sase gomer. Bottom, bottom line of tzadi heimad aleph, let's continue bichlaleha de etzem lo yishperuvo. In regards to the isser of breaking the bones, my kamar, but what are we including by Pesach Sheni? Al tochlu mimenuna that you're not allowed to eat the korban Pesach when it's only partially cooked. When it comes to this classical losa, say, uh, what is being excluded? That you're allowed to own chametz. Asks the Gemara the same question. In this category, maybe I could have assumed that what I included and excluded were reversed. Maybe I should exclude the fact that it's al Maybe we should assume that you're allowed to have a Korban Pesach that's not, not as well cooked. And maybe we should include the fact that uh, that you should have an Isra of Chametz. Says the Gemara, still, no. Mitzvah, the Gufe, Adibit, that's not logical. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you say that we're going to include the Isra of owning Chametz when we have a din that could be included that's specifically connected to the Korban Pesach by Pesach Sheni? It makes a lot more sense to say that the din of al-Tochlum which is a specific din in the Korban applies, and to exclude, as the Gemara does, and that brings us to the two dots on the top of Sadi Hamid base three lines down. Let's just summarize. What we've learned over the last 15 lines or so is that there are three categories of halacha that apply to Pesach Sheni. A mitzvah saseh, a mitzvah lo saseh, which is nitak to an aseh, a lava nitak and a regular classical mitzvah lo saseh. And in each of those categories, there's what to include and what to exclude. And if you go through them, you would see that all of the halachos that were gained. In regards to the mitzvah saseh, what did we include? So it says the Gemara that it has to be tzliyesh. In regards to the case of lafanita klase, what do we um, what do we include? We include, says the Gemara, menu, that you're not allowed to take the food out of a location. That's also a lafanita. That's also going to be included in this case. That's lafanita klase. And as well, in the last category of your classical losase, we include the fact that it's a menuna, that it has to be fully cooked. We said in our Mishnah, Harishon Ta'un Halal Ba'achilaso. This was our new Mishnah that we learned on the top of Tzadi Heim and Aleph. And it said that by Pesach Rishon, you're obligated to say Halal during the during the Pesach Seder. Where do we know this from? Amar of Yochanan, Mishum, Shimon, Ben, Yehot Tzadok, Amar Kra, because the Pesach says, Hashir Yehyelachem Kelel Hiskadesh Chag. Laila ha mekudash lechag ta'un halel, a night that is mekudash lechag, a night that is considered to be a holiday. 
l'chora with an iser malacha, that's taun halal. That's by by rishon, by pesach rishon. When you bring a korban, you have to include halal. That's us. That's pesach seder. We say halal included in the uh, in the uh, pesach seder. But laila she'ein mikudash lechag pesach sheni, where there is no chag. It's not a chag. It's just not. It's just the day that you bring a korban. So there we would say ain't taun halal. Now what about zeva zeh halal va'asiyas? And everyone agrees pesach rishon pesach sheni that when you're bringing the korban, forget about the eating. When you're bringing the hakrava, everybody says halal. My taima says the gemara. There's two possible reasons. First of all, maybe only nights were excluded, but the korban pesach is brought during the day after chatzos hayom. So during the day, everyone says halal. And the second answer is a beautiful hashkafa. The Baisema, 10 lines down. Why is it that everyone agrees that during the Asiya, when the Hakrava of the Korban Pesach, even by Pesach Sheni is being brought, you have to say Halal? Says the Gemara, a rhetorical, beautiful question. How could it be? How could it be that you have the opportunity to do this once a year mitzvah and you're not jumping up and down and saying Halal? So this is a challenging thing to be excited about mitzvot, but that's exactly what the Gemara says was only according to some. That's correct. That's correct. But it's still your Mekayim and mitzvah saseh shel Torah, even as a Tashlumen. Just like you fulfill Shmon Esrei as a Tashlumen, it's a replacement, but we still do say so here too. You're right, it's a Tashlumen. Even according to the Shittas that say Pesach Sheni is not a regular Bifneyatma, but still you're fulfilling your obligation and it's still a mitzvah dorai said. It also exempts you from kares, which is also dayenu. <laughs> Should be sufficient even just for that. Okay, next two dots. We're uh, a quarter of the way down. On Sadi Hayamud Bays, we have to get to the bottom of the page. We have ample time. Benechal and Sli, we said that it's eaten roasted. Shabbos in Tumalo, you're allowed to violate Shabbos. It's Doche Shabbos. However, if a person is Tameh, they are not allowed to bring Pesach Sheni. This is a machlokes. Masnisen Delokir of Yehuda, our Mishnah, which says that Tuma, a person who's Tameh cannot bring Pesach Sheni, cannot be like Rabbi Yehuda. Why? The Tanya, because of the Tanakama, not Rabbi Yehuda. What does the Tanakama write in this Brisa? The Tanakama, the Tanya, the Brisa writes, Doches HaShabbos ve'en Doches HaTuma. Yes, Pesach Sheni can be Doches Shabbos. We do bring the Korban Pesach on Shabbos ve'en Doches HaTuma. If a person's Tameh Meis, then he can't bring the Korban Pesach. He's just Patra that year. He doesn't get Kares because he's, he's Tameh. It's not like he was being amazed, but still he's not allowed to bring it. What does Rabbi Yehuda say against our Mishnah? Yes, he can even bring Tuma. My time at the Tanakama, why does the Tanakama say? Why does the Tanakama say in our Brisa? Really, it's the time of our Mishnah. Why does he say that if you're Tami, you can't bring a Pesach Shein? Listen to this brilliant answer of the Gemara, one third of the way down. What's the reason why we're doing Pesach Shein? Because the guy was Tami on Pesach Rishon. Now he's Tameh again. You're going to let him do the Gorban. The whole reason why we pushed him off was because he's Tameh. So now it's Pesach Sheni. He shows up. Tameh Mace, Tameh Sheretz. No, you're done. You're just done for. That's the sheets of the Tanakhama. Rabbi Yehuda, that's a great argument. Rabbi Yehuda, what would you say about that? So he says, no. HaTorah, Chazra, Lov, Lasos, Betara, Lozacha, Yaseh, He says, it's, uh, yes, the Torah does want you to do it, Betara. But if, unfortunately, you're not Torah, the Halacha is, Sukim and Chomesh, that Ya'asu also, that you're obligated to bring the Korban Pesach, even Betuma. Tanu Rabbanon, about 10 lines before the Mishnah, almost, a little bit more than one third of the way down. We said, Pesach Rishon, Doches HaShabbos, Pesach Sheni, Doches HaShabbos. And everyone seems to agree to so far. Pesach Rishon, Doches HaTuma, Pesach Sheni, Doches HaTuma. Who's that like? Only Rabbi Yehuda. We'll see shortly that that's true because only Rabbi Yehuda says that a person who's Pesach Sheni can be Doches HaTuma. Sukim and Chomesh. Pesach Rishon, Ta'un Lina. If a person by Pesach Rishon brings their korban, they have to stay over in Yerushalayim until morning. They have to make sure that there's no nosar. Pesach Sheni, Ta'un Lina. And so too by Pesach Sheni. We'll question this shortly. 
Who is the Shita who holds the Tuma? The Pesach Sheni can be Doche. Uh, the Pesach Sheni is brought even when someone is Betuma. Um, so that, that's Keman. Who is that like? That's Kerebi Huda, who allows a person who's Tameh to bring the Korban Pesach. But this Brisa also says that that the person is going to be telling Lina on Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. That's not possible. Because Vatanya, the Brisa writes, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Minayin the Pesach Sheni, She'ein telling Lina. We have a specific Brisa that indicates that according to Rabbi Yehuda directly, so this is word, the person to person, it's the same exact person, Rabbi Yehuda, in both cases. In the Brisa, Rabbi Yehuda seems to say, because we said that our Brisa has to be Rabbi Yehuda because he says that there is uh, Tuma allowed for Pesach Sheni. If a person's time is bring bring the Pesach Sheni. So therefore, the whole Bryce has to be him. Now we have uh, Tanya, the Bryce writes, Rabbi Huda Omer Minayin, the Pesach Sheni, She'ein Ta'onlina. She'ne'emar, Fonista Babok, Avalachta Lelecha, Uchsiv Sheish Yisyamim Tocha Matzos. What's the juxtaposition of these two Pesachim? So Rabbi Huda expounds. Hanecha Lashisha Ta'onlina. Anything that can be eaten over the six days of Pesach—that's when you need to sleep over in Yerushalayim. But she'ain nechal on the shisha when there's no when there's no six days, namely when it's Pesach sheni. There's no six days of Pesach left. Ain't taunlina by Pesach sheni. So then that's a steer within Rabbi Yehuda. The Brisa seems to indicate that there is taunlina. Not seems to. The Brisa is black on white that there's lina by Pesach sheni. This Brisa seems to say clearly that there isn't ain't taunlina. Answers the Gemara. Trade tanai. About how to understand Rabbi Yehuda, the two of his Talmudim. They didn't understand him, and therefore they had two different opinions. Masnisa, next Mishnah, two thirds of the way down, Sadiheim and Beis, 10 minutes to go before Marifa. Let's say we're dealing with a year where 51% of the Jewish people are um, Tamimes, so we're still allowed to bring the Korban Pesach. It's a Kula and the Psukim, so therefore it's Pesach Ababatuma. Lo Yochlu Mimeno Zavim Vizabos Milindos Hoyodos. Afal Pikain, even though it's Pesach Ababatuma, that's for Tamimesim. We're not allowed to have a Zav or a, a Zava or a Nida or a Yoledes, eat from them, Bi'im Achlu, but if in fact they did eat it, Turim Ikares. Unlike during a regular Tahor year, if a Zav or a Zava would have eaten it, they would have been, they would have been Chayv Kares. Here they're not Chayv Kares. We'll analyze why in the Gemara, Rabbi Eliezer, Poter, Af, Albias, Mikdash, they're even allowed to go in, they're not allowed to, but there's no Isr Kares of these people who are Tmeim going into the Mikdash. Says the Gemara, two thirds of the way down, Tan Rabbonan. Hold on one second. Zavin vizavos nidos fiyodo yodos shachlu bepesach shabab etuma yachal yuchayavin. Maybe we should have said that they were chayev. How do we know that if these people ate the korban pesach, they're tame? They're not tame meis. They're different forms of tuma. How do we know that they would not be chayev? Talmudomar kol tahor yochal basar. These are two, these are, this is a pasuk that speaks at length that there's going to be kares. And here is how the Gemara understands. In a year when the Korban Pesach is edible to those who are tahor, to those who are regular tahor people, not a year Pesach Ababatuma, that's when we say chayav and lavishim tameh. That's when a zav, a zav, a nidani, if they were to eat the Korban Pesach, they'd be chayav karis, because that's a year when everything is tahor. But in this year, when the Korban Pesach is by its nature edible to those who are tameh, Granted, they're tamei meis and not tamei zav zav anida nyoledes, but the fact that they're tamei meis, they can still eat it. Aftmei and even other forms of tuba chayav and alav chayav and alav tamei. Ain chayav and alav. Sorry, v'she'enu nechal letahorin ain't main chayav and alav mishum tamei. The people who are tamei, they are not going to be uh, violating an isur kares. Uh, let's ask a fascinating question, Rabbi Eliezer Omer. Let's say that a Zav pushes his way in to the Mikdash, into the Azara, where he's not supposed to be because he's Tameh. But it's a year of Pesach Ababatuma. Would he be Chayav Kares? You're not allowed to walk into that space of the Mikdash as a Zav Zav and Yoledes. 
totally not allowed. You pushed your way in. Maybe we should say your chayv. Talmud Lomar says the Gemara. Nope, you're not correct. What is our, our litmus test of when the Isr Kares applies of being in the base of Mikdash when you're Tameh? It's Tameh Meis. If a Tameh Meis is not kicked out, then Zabanum Tzarayin Mishtalchen. Sorry, I skipped a line. Bismanjit Meis Meis Mishtalchen. <laughs> when a Tamei Mace is kicked out, then a Zav Mitzor are also Mishtalchen and they would violate Karis if they were there. However, in this year, when things are Pesach Abba Betumah, ain't Tamei Mace Mishtalchen. In a year when a Tamei Mace is not kicked out because it's your Pesach Abba Betumah, ain't Zav Mitzorah Mishtalchen. Then we do not say that a Zav Mitzorah would be kicked out, namely that there's no Isser de Oraisa of, um, there's no Isser de Oraisa, there's no Isser Karis, I should say, of the Zav, Zava, Nida, and Yoledas being in the Mikdash. One more small sugya, and then we'll stop. Okay, we know a time can go into the Ezra and Pesach, can they go into the Heichal? They push their way in. Would they be Chayv Karis in such a case? Mahu, what, what would we say to that? Two lines before the wide lines. Do we say, that the fact that they're, the person who's Tamei Mesa during a year of Pesach, that he's allowed in the Azara, so too, that there's no Isra Karis if he goes into the Heichal, or perhaps, no, only the Azara, that which is allowed is allowed, but but nobody ever said that the person who's Tamei Mesa can go into the Heichal. That's ridiculous. That's a much higher level of Kedusha. So I'm there are still parts of the Mikdash that they're not allowed to enter. The Minister Karis, if the Tamimis goes into the Heichal, that's not appropriate. Some say Rabba was lenient. When we say that we kick people out, then Karinan Bay, that's when we say we shall same as we saw above that when a person is Tame Mace, when he has to leave even the Azara, then he would have the Isr of being in the Heichal. But if he doesn't have the Isr of leaving the Azara, then there's no Isr Karis of being in the Heichal. Mirza Hashem will pick up, what day is it? Today's Tuesday. We'll pick up tomorrow night, last line of Sadi Hey, Ahmed Aleph. We'll learn one blot tomorrow night of Daft Sadi Vav. Wishing you all a beautiful night. What's that? Spare time.